chambers hush, decisions weigh. A nation watches, come what may. Impeachments dance on history's stage. A constitutional script, page by page. In the realm of judgments, a curious twist. Double standards emerge and persist. Debates echo in hollowed halls. Power struggle, a nation's call. A solemn promise, grave and bold. In governance story, yet untold. A mirror fractured, reflections bias. One rule for you and another for us. Whispers of justice, a political dance, impeachment shadow, a fleeting chance to hold leaders to moral flame in the crucible of democracy's name. Equality falters in this skewed gaze, inconsistency norms, a tangled maze, a tapestry woven with threads unfair, double standards linger in the air. Yeah, Welcome to Divided We Stand. I am Jimmy J, and that beautiful man over there is Joe Aguirre, as always. That's right, folks. Buckle up. We're going to talk impeachment. <laughs> uh, Joe, how's it going, brother? Uh, good. Very good. Yeah. Very excited for uh, tonight's episode. So was I. I. I mean, I am. But you know what? I'm actually going to deviate. I have this, you know, this whole script written up, and I want to talk about something else because I had an experience today that really, really bothered me, and it actually ties into what you and I do here. So I do this thing. I volunteer at a place, and uh, I get along with everybody there. Right? I respect everybody there. There's a great guy there. I won't mention his name. Respect him, like him as a human being, like him as a person. And up until a few hours ago, he thought the world of me. Had the utmost respect for my military service. You know, loved what I did around where I worked. Uh, loved the type of person I was. But then found out that I'm a conservative. And all of a sudden now, he can't stand to be around me. <laughs> it's interesting. And before I left, because I he was getting so upset that he was going to leave. So I said, you know what? No, you, you've been here a lot longer. I'll leave. It's fine. I don't want you upset. I want to leave on my own accord and remain cordial because I have nothing but the utmost respect and, you know, like for you here, bud. But if you're going to be this way, I'm, I'm going to leave and remove myself so I don't upset you. Right? Because I... But I don't, and I said, I just don't understand, you know, two seconds ago, before you knew my, who I voted for, I was a great person. What have I done in the two seconds that's changed your opinion, except for cast a vote for somebody that you don't like? Well, you know, the, I, I think the most interesting part of this, Jim, is, you know, there's, a, I assume a lot of veterans involved in this volunteer operation is that right or no no actually this man is a civilian i think he was a you know he he was in the navy a long time ago or something like that but uh what would would you agree with me if i were to say that currently in the united states military across all the branches would you would you say it's fair to say 60 to 70 percent are probably right-leaning people I would go as far as 80. Okay, uh, great. Even better. That that yeah. only, I think, makes the point. I would think most 
people at this point. I, and I would think too, Jim, the Marines, the Green Berets, the the Navy SEALs, you're probably not finding too many liberals <laughs> on, on those teams. You're probably not. I would think that's a fair thing to say. First now, right? I, I I would I mean I put that number at like 99% of those guys are probably again right leaning, whether they identify as as Republican or conservative or just you know, right leaning independent or whatever. But I, I, I would think, and the way that things have shaken out over the last couple decades, that that's where people's politics are. When I meet a veteran now, Jim, I assume <laughs> that they're probably more to the right than I am. Do you know, you know, what's and it's funny? a good bet when I do that. Right. But it, yeah. it, you're probably right. But it, yeah. What's funny is I automatically assume that as well. But a lot of people don't. I, I would assume. I assume that the, oh, most people assume that we were right, you know, leaning. But yeah. like, oh, you're a Republican. I was like, I just told you I was in the military for 20 years. Like I thought that would be, you know, synonymous. <laughs> and that guy's like, so you're super liberal, right? You were. You've been serving all this time, so Colin Kaepernick could take a knee, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> and, and- oh, Jim, let me tell you something. I think that's a shame. And, you know, I give my own wife a lot of flack because I think she lacks perspective when she's talking politics with other people. And if I was talking to a police officer or someone in the military, again, I would assume probably I'm talking to a conservative. She would react like your friend and be like, Oh, I, I, you're a Trump supporter. You know what I mean? Like outraged by that. And it's like, what's this person's life experience? What led this, you know, uh, my, my own life. I mean, I went to a Catholic school of Ronald Reagan was my hero. I was very conservative growing up and I still am personally conservative. I live my life and by, by my own conservative values, my politics have gone more left, but Again, and we've talked about this. I mean, it's just a matter of my beliefs don't dictate anyone else's beliefs. And I like the separation of church and state. And that's why I'm where I'm at. Now, all that said, um, I like you a lot. You're a very dear friend of mine. You and I work together uh, in, in addition to doing a podcast and being friends, you, you and I have you a relationship. You were my teacher in all yeah. of this. I mean, right. I, like our relationship has like nine levels to it. You and I, and I really, really like you. I remember the first time you and I started talking politics and I thought, all right, this guy's not an idiot. Let me see if I can hone those skills a little bit. This could be interesting. And then we eventually brought you on the show uh, because I like the fact that you and I, how about when you and I went to that filming in New York and we spent the day when that we weren't great. filming, when we weren't filming, we were debating and not in a nasty way, but in just a friendly, like, Hey, you say this, I say that we kind of bounce ideas off each other. We look things up. This is something I always loved about my wife. When we first got together, I think I was telling you this story. My wife and I were both kind of unclear what affirmative action actually was. Not what you think it is, not what you've heard it is. Let's look it up. And we both didn't quite have it figured out. And 
it it was enlightening for both of us. Like, oh, well, now we know you can argue that a little bit better. And I've always appreciated the fact that when you and I are discussing anything, that you are, uh, despite, you know, the, the, the audience that you work with on a daily basis, who are wonderful people, mind you, but not open-minded at all. Not not open-minded, not in the least bit curious why liberals are the way they are. And I and I, you know, it's like they want to destroy America. I'm like, shut up. Nobody wants to destroy America. But why do those people think that? I like to find out like why do conservatives think the things that they do? I'm I'm interested. That I like to talk to them. Beautiful segue, my friend. Because Good. I want to talk <laughs> I'm not to looking you. at the script, so I don't know that that was a good segue, but awesome. And it's, it's not even to my <laughs> script here, but this is what I, another thing that I want to talk about. I was talking to one of our uh uh dare I say fans, right? Miss Christine and uh you know, we were talking about this, and I kind of, it kind of came to me on the fly here, right? Are you, you're a Yankees fan? Yeah. Okay. Let's just say for argument's sake, and I know this is sacrilegious, and I'm only doing this for hypothetical reasons, but let's just argue and say that I'm a, a Red Sox fan. Would you hate me? No. Would you stop talking to me? No. Would we argue? To sure. the death about yeah. Red Sox and Yankee rivalry. Yeah, listen, this might surprise you. I do have friends who are Red Sox fans. So do I. And there's the some of my, my there's exactly. some of my favorite people to talk about. The ones that are like Derek Jeter sucks. No. <laughs> um but like a legit a legit fan, the the kind of fan that's like always respected Mariano Rivera and Jeter and Bernie Williams like, you know, the, those are the kind of people baseball uh, fans. baseball fans. Yeah, yeah, we you can you can like your favorite team and I'll like my favorite team and we can debate and discuss and it's fun. Yes. It's enjoyable. That's right. You you know, let's say you were a Red Sox fan. You would have a different perspective about baseball than I do as a Yankee fan. I am interested. Maybe you're maybe you're a Mets fan. That's a whole other animal. I would be I would love to understand what's going on in the mind of a Mets fan. So for me, again, when it comes to the political, I love politics. I enjoy politics a lot. They're really important to everything that happens to us. This and this is this is a, a, a complaint from mostly conservatives. This I, there's things you can't say. It's like, well, you can say anything you want. I think what you mean to say is you have to be delicate about certain things, and that sucks. You don't understand why you can't just speak your mind. Well, because it's rude, and we're trying to be respectful to everybody. Okay, hold I, on. I gotta, real quick. Okay. No, no, no. Before, hold on. Christine is a, a perfect a perfect person. I I like Christine a lot. I think she's fantastic. And to catch up her audience, she's been on the show before. She is a transgendered woman. She is a conservative. You've talked to her at length. I've I've done a couple of interviews with Christine as well. Christine's perspective is kids should not transition until they're over 18. Yes. I and I've heard her say, like, you can't talk about that. And it's like, well, I think you're uniquely qualified 
as a transgender person to say that's what you think. And and sure, look, there might be people on the left that are like, how dare you? But she's got the right to say it because she lived it. That's right. She's got a unique experience and some perspective that could probably help a young person who's thinking about transitioning. You, you, you can't only just get the liberal viewpoint. You need to get perspective from everybody. And I think that's the beauty of what this country is about. And we got to get back to that. Thank you. This man, and I still hold him in extremely high regard. He's a great man, right? Whether, and I tried, and I just tried to explain to this guy, you know, I'm like, why are you getting mad at me? over a play that, you know, let's just say Bill Belichick called. It's not my organization, right? I'm rooting yeah. for that team. Like I'm rooting for the Republican Party. But you're getting mad at me over what that team does. What Bill Belichick calls on the field, you're getting mad at me about. And you're, you're actually trying to cut me from your life because of something Bill Belichick did. Now, if that makes sense to you, and if that holds, you know, any kind of rationale, then maybe we shouldn't be talking because now I just think you're an idiot. How many times have I said to you, and, and it's funny, uh, our, our couple of buddies of ours at work that I work with in the afternoon asked me recently about the dynamic between you and I. Do I get frustrated with you? Do I get mad when you spout the things that you spout? And I said, no, of course not. Again, it's I'm really more interested in, OK, interesting. Why? Why do you think that? What what brought you to that conclusion? What made you feel that way? You're not a Trump guy. You're not a Trump guy. You're pro-choice, right? I mean, you're you don't support the January 6th thing, do you? Maybe I don't think that you should storm the Capitol. No, I don't think that's yeah. a good thing. So I right, I mean, as far as as far as someone, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. You and I differ, but no, you but should never. As long as you don't like that, that kind of happened, and that they smashed windows and broke in. That's not cool. That shouldn't happen. I mean, I you know, and I, I look, I, I'll be the first to say what happened in the summer of 2020, uh, done by you know rioting, looting liberals. Not cool either. Not acceptable. I I, you know, look, there's. Not to jump onto another topic, but when it comes to this Palestine-Israel thing, there are people who are defending Hamas as if their methods are necessary. And I'm like, mm, listen, I'm sympathetic to the Palestinian people, not to Hamas, not to anything Hamas did. And I think Hamas should be annihilated off the planet. I do. You know what, Joe? I think, I, again... Uh, there's so much of this stuff is so nuanced that I can look at it and, and, and say this I like, that I don't like. It doesn't have to just be a blanket statement or because you think this, you have to think everything else that goes with it. I, I disagree with that, too. And I think you do as well. And again, I think that's why you and I enjoy talking to each other and having these discussions and debates. Of course, I always learn something from you and I hope you can get something, you know, take something away from me, you know, when I say something here like this. I, I kind of, I'm trying, I'm trying to not segue back into this whole script because I kind of in the middle of it right now. And I'm, <laughs> so, but you, you made mention about January 6th. So I got, I got to talk, I got to say something here, right? 
So when it comes to January 6th, these freaking people right now are still are in jail, right? Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds more awaiting sentences. Sentences. There are people in jail right now awaiting sentences. That hardly any due process is taking place here. Constitutional rights are like being tugged at. Yeah, I'm just letting you know. Like the strings are being tugged at with the amount of time these people are in pretrial confinement. And I can go into the whole legal. Uh, 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 I, I like the whole speedy trial, right to a speedy trial thing in the case of prosecuting Donald Trump but not defending somebody, even though the Constitution says it's the actual opposite, right? Yeah. The whole right to a speedy trial is not for prosecution. It's for, <laughs> it's not. But anyways, neither here nor there. And the double standard thing here that I was mentioning in the in the uh, opening poem there is, is like, I don't understand why I'm supposed to be tolerant of how you feel. And if I'm not, I am a Nazi. I am a racist. I am a, you know, fill in the blank phobe, whatever. But you is not you, Joe, but liberals. I got you. They're good people for not even considering my views. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, right. They don't have to even, it's, it's beneath them. It's immoral to that. Like, I, are you on? Are you on Threads? I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Um, I joined Threads a couple months ago, and it is the worst site I've ever seen. It's mostly liberal people, really? and all they do is piss and moan about all the same issues. Who's an ally? Who's not? That that sort of thing. And and. It's an echo chamber is is ultimately what happens. And I, I don't well, think that you, does anybody any good. Of course not. Of course not. But people feel affirmed. That's where people go to feel like, you know, ooh, people like me. And maybe that's where most people can only go to feel like. I don't know. Right? But, what, oh, God, you said something earlier. And I'm trying to think of what you were, you were, you were talking about it. And, it, oh, God, it hit me. It, you hit me right in the... Right in the feels there, bud. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> I wanted to talk about it, and now I kind of lost it. But, God almighty, Joe, I'm so disheartened. So you, you, I will say you talked about perspective. And then people, from my perspective, let's just say military, why we're conservative. I, I won't get into the whole reasons why, but I want to talk about how we feel right now. Right? And this is the majority of veterans. And... I feel safe enough to speak for all of us. <laughs> we're we're so disheartened. We're we're so disheartened that you know the majority of us are Republicans. The majority of us are going to be right leaning. The majority of us don't care who you vote for. The majority of us just care that you vote, right? The majority of us feel that it is an, uh, it's a responsibility. It's it it's a duty. For you to go out there and vote. So honestly, we don't care who you vote for. Just do it. Because when you don't, you dishonor the men that died trying to give you and protect that right. That's how we feel. We don't care. I don't care if you're a liberal. I don't care if you're a progressive. I don't care if you're pro-choice. I don't care about any of that. I care that you care about your country. That's how we could care about. Right? 
That's it. And when you can't, and when you persecute a side, just as it is wrong and evil without even listening to them, you're no better off. Yeah, listen, I think there's a fine line between the MAGA Republicans and I think even some of the people who call themselves MAGA Republicans really aren't. I think they more or less fall under that identity because it, it feels like, again, when, when, when you know, look at the Middle East, right? There's this perception of, in Muslim countries that the United States is at war with Islam. And it's like, no, nope, just specific groups and countries, not everybody. Um, but it's easy to make that assumption that, you know, we're not talking about moderates. We're not talking about, you know, liberal fund, you know, uh, uh, liberal Islam. Not that there's probably a whole bunch of those. But um, I think, again, ultimately, it's 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 easy to make assumptions based on somebody's political party. But there's look at Liz Cheney. Everybody loves Liz Cheney in the Democratic Party. She's a Republican. <clears throat> Nothing about her has changed. She doesn't have any. I mean, she still voted with Donald Trump 93% of the time. <laughs> People are like, I like her. You like her because she said he's a threat to democracy. She believes that. Democrats believe that. So makes sense. If they looked at her record otherwise, they would quickly be disenfranchised from this wonderful woman who's taken a, quite a stand and, and, and cost herself her party. I don't think it needs to be that. You know, I, I think about a guy like John Boehner or Eric Cantor, a couple of guys who got mm -hmm. run out by the Republicans during the Obama era because they were friendly with Obama. And there's yeah. a perception for, I think, the, the mega Republican and the most far left liberal that there is no compromise, there is our way, and you're unreasonable, and you don't even have a right to speak. And I think that is tribalism at its worst. It's tribalism at its worst. So wait, we are, we are all Americans at the end of the day. And like I said, Jim, I think your standard Democrat and your standard Republican, for the most part, are on the same page. You get to some of these more nuanced positions and people have varying opinions. As I've always said to you, I mean, you're not the guy passing the policy. Why would I be mad at you about it? What what, what we always say you agree with things that I don't agree with. So I'm supposed to hate your guts for it. That doesn't make any sense. It's so disheartening. I'm, I'm this is the veterans. We're so disheartened. And I remember now. Right. Uh, it, it's this whole division by fear. Right. Divide and conquer. It's the oldest trick. It's the oldest playbook. Right. It, it, divide and conquer. It's this is what. And, and I'm really. I'm fighting back emotion is what I'm trying to do here, guys, because it's so hard for me to uh, uh, dedicate my entire being. Because that's what I, this is what we do. All right. This is what people need to understand. We don't dedicate 20 years of our lives to a service. We dedicate who we are. You, you change as a person when you do the things that we've done. 
okay? And you've experienced things that we've experienced, you, it changes you. So it's, we're just so disheartened because we're so divided right now, Joe, that it's, and it's all done by fear. And why the frig did I go to war? And I'll tell you why. And why do I want to go to war tomorrow? Because I don't, I'll experience that fear for you. That's what people like me do. We experience horrors for people so other people don't have to. And I pray to God that there's never a draft. Because I don't ever want to fight with anybody that doesn't want to be there, number one. Right? And they're not going to yeah. feel the same way. And this is why the Marine Corps is the way. We're the only branch service that has a missed recruiting goal. Uh, there's a reason for it. We truly believe in this country, with right down to our being. And when we see our government officials, and I'm not talking people here now, right? Now, this is specifically the idiots on the freaking Capitol Hill dividing us with fear. Now, I've heard this a million times. You've said it tonight, and I know you were saying it ironically, but I've heard it not ironically. But if I vote for Donald Trump, I am voting for an end to this country and democracy. I get the frig out of here. All right. We've been hearing this since who? Since Ronald Reagan. Oh my God. That's the end of democracy. He's gonna bring us to what? What are, what are we bringing us back to? What are, number one, that's what I want to know. What are Republicans bringing us back to? A theocracy. A theocracy, right? That's what it is. Yeah, that's the that's that's the claim. Yes. Yeah, okay. matter of fact, Frank Zappa in the 80s went on many talk shows and talked about he felt the reagan administration was leading this country down the road to a fascist theocracy okay that's right yeah hasn't happened no. or the republicans saying they're turning us into commies since carter right <laughs> hasn't happened right yeah listen you know it, it, it's funny both sides make these lofty <clears throat> accusations and 30, 40 years later, it's like, like I, I, how many times have I, to, I told you uh, Laura Devlin, uh, who was running for uh, lieutenant governor of Connecticut and, and the last day she was in a couple of days out from the election, we can't, we can't uh, survive four more years of the Democrats. And I was like, Laura, with all due respect, <laughs> what a ridiculous thing to say. They've been in charge for 40. I don't think four more is going to break everything. I get what you're saying. It's expensive here, but to suggest, you know, we're not going to survive it and Armageddon will be ushered in is a ridiculous thing to say. But for some of these people, it's rhetoric. Some of the constituents they say it to take that very seriously. And that's the problem. But the, but the, but the pundits know they're going to. That's the problem. Right. I mean, that's one of the problems. They use this, the, the media machine. Both sides do it. They to push this agenda because they know that this country and here's the overall arching problem is turned into a headline freaking country. Maybe the last time I'll pay somebody a hundred bucks. You tell me right now you read a full news article. I, I can't even pay myself a hundred dollars and I read the news for a living. <laughs> Nobody reads news full article, new, new, full news articles. They're headline society. That's why I get sucked in when I look for news stories, right? Yeah. I ran, uh, I ran claims, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I, I look it up. 
right? And then puppy in Kansas. What, the sh- what? It's the old bait and switch. Because they know you're only going to read headlines and believe them. Right? And that's a huge, huge problem in this country. It, 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 it's the division by fear. Right? And all it does is foment hatred. And all it does is hurt and divide this country in a way like beyond politics. Right? And it's bothering me that... Look, I have family members that refuse to talk to me. And it hurts. It bothers me. Right? What what am I going to do? I'm not going to beg you, number one. (laughs) I've lost friends. Right? Obviously, not military friends. But I've lost friends over politics. And I'm like, this is stupid. Like, I was a great guy until you found out who I voted for. Yeah, uh, that's ridiculous. And it's just so disheartening, man. It is. Now, I know you want to do this whole piece on impeachment, and I can't wait. I haven't looked at your I, I haven't looked at your bit, so bear with me with the uh, production aspect of this. But uh, I'm sure I, uh, I'll have something to say, right? <laughs> so please, guys, uh, oh, you got to uh, stick around after the break because when we return... It's the flip side with Joe Aguirre. We can expect another wet summer in Connecticut, and that means more mosquitoes than ever. If you don't have your home service for mosquito control and you find you're spending most of your outside time swatting those little pests, or you did have your yard sprayed but you still have bites all over your body, you're in luck. Mosquito Shield of Central Connecticut provides the best value in mosquito control services because of how they treat your yard using the Mosquito Shield tailored treatment system. All mosquito control service is not the same. They don't use a fixed schedule or an identical product, one size fits all service program. You can't control mosquitoes on a set number of sprays or visits. Unlike the competition, Mosquito Shield of Central Connecticut will service you for the season whatever it takes to provide superior results. The promise is awarded them an industry-leading customer retention rating of 90%. Visit MosquitoShieldCNCT.com to schedule an appointment with Wade DeCesare and enjoy the rest of the summer mosquito-free. The Associated Press found 70% of Americans, including 40% of Democrats, believe that Joe Biden may have acted illegally or unethically in regards to his family's business schemes. Following Uh, the money and the facts to uncover what I believe will prove to be one of the largest political corruption scandals of our lifetime and potentially in our nation's history. This impeachment inquiry led by the chairman here today, Jamie Comer, Jim Jordan and Jason Smith. They have found over $10 million from China, Russia, Ukraine and Romania funneled through the corrupt influence peddling schemes to line the pockets of the Biden crime family. They haven't. Now, the man who didn't leave his basement and somehow beat Trump in 2020, a man who doesn't know where he is most of the time, is actually a criminal mastermind. Let's go. Brandon is actually Kaiser Soze and his son is some type of foreign agent. The Foreign Agents Registration Act are commonly known as Farah. To be clear, Hunter Biden has never and I repeat, never registered as a foreign agent, despite his lucrative work being done on behalf of foreign interests and his many travels on Air Force Two. 
And that wasn't just because he missed his. That is really bad. If it's true, where's the proof? Speaker Johnson claims that they have it. The facts are so uh, clear for everyone to see. Just a couple of numbers to remember, just real quick off the top. 15 million. We know that the Biden family received at least $15 million from foreign nationals and foreign companies. That includes from Ukraine, Russia, China, just between 2014 and 2019. Uh, 16 times, at least on the record, Joe Biden has lied about his involvement in the family's uh, business dealings, Hunter Biden's business dealings. We know 22 times, at least 22 times, the president met with or talked with Hunter's foreign business associates. And we have checks. We have we have checks written to Joe Biden that the Oversight Committee has found in the banking records, $40,000 from China, $200,000 from a now bankrupt healthcare company that his brother James Biden apparently swindled. But the evidence is so clear you cannot look away. And the Constitution requires the House to follow the truth where it leads. We, we, we have a duty to do this. We cannot stop the process. It's their duty to do this. Never mind wars, immigration, inflation, or any of the countless problems that we have in this country. Yet when it comes to Donald Trump, who has actually been indicted multiple times by multiple grand juries because of evidence, they're not talking about duty, just bullshit. President Biden and the Biden family, we, we owe it to the American people to continue this process, but to do it methodically and transparently. Many of you know I was on, uh, I'm a lawyer, I'm a constitutional law attorney. I served on President Trump's impeachment defense team twice. And we lamented openly and we decried how the Democrats politicized that process. They were brazenly political and how they, they brought those uh, meritless impeachment charges against the, the president. This, what you're seeing here, is exactly the opposite. We are the rule of law team. The Republican Party stands for the rule of law. Wow. Uh, when the Democrats did it, it was politicized, but the Republicans do it not politicized because they're the rule of law team. It's a wild claim to make. This is the party of January 6th, whose presidential nominee has as good a chance of getting into the White House in 2024 as he does being in prison. Here's Trump making more ridiculous claims that are complete lies, but you want to believe him so bad. This justice, and this is coming from the White House because uh, I'm beating Biden by a lot. And this is coming right out of the White House. You know it, I know it, and they know it. So just. No, it's not. And you're not beating him. You're not beating him at all. Is there evidence Joe Biden committed a crime? James Comer has insisted that there is, but ask the question why haven't they impeached Genocide Joe yet? Listen to Comer very closely here. At this stage, do you believe that you have the evidence to file articles of impeachment? And do you think that other members of the Republican Party agree with you? I think that at this stage, we have more than enough evidence to continue with impeachment inquiry. My job as chairman of the Oversight Committee was never to impeach. That's the Judiciary Committee. My job was to follow the money. We followed the money. Aha, inquiry. An inquiry that probably will last into next December. So why would Republicans lie? Here's Democrat Pete Aguilar explaining. And is impeach for what? Um, impeach who? 
uh, and impeach for what? Um, this is, again, you know, censures, expulsions, impeachments. Uh, this is just what they are concerned about uh, within their within their conference. This is what keeps them together. This is what binds them together. It isn't an agenda that they are for. It is a person that they are against. Uh, they are carrying President Trump's water here, um, as they have done time and time again, from the certification of the election to now. Uh, Donald Trump is the leader of their party, and this is yet another attempt to to make him happy. The Republicans are protecting Trump and they've done this since 2016. They like to deflect. They've pounded it into the American people's head that Joe Biden's an incompetent, but it must be an act. It's got to be an act. We have the evidence. Why is there no impeachment? Here's Charlie Kirk asking Matt Gates how close we are. This answer is hilarious. Any hope in the next couple weeks to get an impeachment of Mayorkas, Garland, or Joe Biden? We don't have the votes to impeach anyone. And Marjorie Taylor Greene is actually showcasing that by forcing votes on impeachment, by filing these privileged resolutions. And frankly, we've got a lot of these moderate members who just who just don't have the gumption to advance impeachment. And- right. Moderate Republicans, which are basically any Republican who's not a MAGA nut, if only those Level-headed rhinos had the guts to be partisan hacks. Let me make clear what the House Judiciary Committee has evidence of. Joe Biden lent a relative $200,000 and was being paid back. That's the check receipt Republicans are talking about. You can loan people money. If they pay you back, then you you benefited directly from the influence peddling scheme because... What the hell is that guy talking about? It's okay to lend money to someone and get paid back, but it doesn't make you complicit if the lender committed a crime. Listen, maybe Hunter did something illegal. He certainly has been indicted. That doesn't prove Joe Biden did anything. And a lot of people loan money to their loser kids. You know, I, I started off in Brooklyn. My father gave me a small loan of a million dollars. I came into Manhattan and I had to pay him back and I had to pay him back with interest. There you go. Joe Biden has been asked directly. And now the GOP says that he's lying. Does this look like a man who thought up a lie on the fly? Can you explain to Americans, uh, to Americans submit this impeachment inquiry, why you interacted with so many of your son and brothers foreign business associates? I'm not going to comment that I did not, and it's just a bunch of lies. You didn't interact with many of their business associates? I did not. There's lies. The funniest thing to come out of this is that Marjorie Taylor Greene wrote a book about the swamp through Donald Trump Jr.'s publishing company with the express intent of kissing Donald Trump's ass. And... And here's why I say that. Oh, am I supposed to keep that up? Yeah, read that. (laughs) This is a Venn diagram of people who like Marjorie Taylor Greene and the other circle is people who read books. Not the same audience. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're holding the guy's water, and I get it. It's a tit for tat. They impeached this guy twice. We got to impeach Biden. And, you know, if 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 uh, if Harris becomes the president, I guess then then they'll really have made their point. 
Well, that's the real reason why nobody's actually bringing up impeachment charges on Joe Biden. Nobody wants to see Harris. How yeah, perfect you know, would, if you're the Democrats, you're like, yeah, impeach the guy. The right? greatest, best way to get him off the ticket. You'd be doing the Democrats a favor. Yes. Uh, so I'm sitting here saying, do not impeach Joe Biden, beat him in the election in less than a year. Have him just, you know. They're going to do what they did to Hillary Clinton from basically 2012 until the election in 2016. You're just going to hold a series of hearings. You're going to regurgitate the same information, much like the final Benghazi report brought no new light and no new uh, responsibility on Hillary Clinton. That's what this is meant to be. This is, and again, this is to me a big knock on the Republicans. You don't have an agenda. You don't have a plan. The only thing that you can do as a group is go after Joe and Hunter Biden. Okay. Nothing else is uniting the Republican Party right now, Jim. That's the okay. problem. So I've heard you all out. I've listened to your videos and blah, 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 blah. All right. So I'm going to take a couple here and I'm going to try to poke a couple holes in them. Do it. You said evidence-based indictments yes. on Donald Trump. Right in the so let's just take the one currently that we're that he's in right now the civil uh, uh, civil case down in New York City about his real estate investments and etc. Do you know who they had on the stand today? No, I, I didn't follow today. Who was on the stand today? All right, uh, I can't remember his name, but I know his I know his position was, and he was one of the uh, Nobel Committee members who. Picks winners of the, you know, economic Nobel Prize. So he knows the economics, essentially. He's probably the more, one of the most far-going experts in economics. Well, the Trump administration and lawyer team, I again, uh, this is what he testified to on the stand, looked at it, and said, there's zero fraud here. Real estate people do it all the time. It's called expected value versus actual value, blah, blah, blah. But this is a no, hold on. Who has no affiliation politically. Zero. Zilch. Nada. None. Has no reason to lie. Like, there's no fraud. There's This is what it is. This is what it isn't. Everybody knows this. It's not new. Right? Hold yeah. on. Let me finish. So, at that point, the Trump team says, well, okay, then there should be a, you know, that's just dismiss this thing, right? A mistrial. Throw it no, out. It wasn't a mistrial. It was a direct verdict, I think it's called. Uh, I'm sure your wife would know. Or, yeah, direct verdict saying, look, they haven't. Basically, what they said is they haven't shown the burden of evidence that this should even be brought to an indictment. Therefore, let's just go and dismiss this now. Right? That's what it is. They denied it. Even though the person is going to pick the next Nobel Prize winner in economics said there's no fraud here. Was there some uh, uh, misnumerations? Were there mistakes? Were there errors? Yeah. And every accountant, you know, stuff like that. But there's no, there was no intent. There was no fraud. This is what it is explained by code and by definite, like, this is what it is. So by that, you can't tell me that, you know, there's not a double standard here. You can't tell me that it's evidence-based. 
You can't tell me that the Democrats aren't literally trying to tie Trump up in court so he can't campaign and then invoke what I, I knew you were going to talk about this. Well, I knew I was going to talk about this anyways, but the whole right to the speedy trial thing that this prosecutor invoked to get this case moved up, even though never should have been allowed, uh, scheduled the freaking date right before Super Tuesday. Come on, man. Come on. Do you know? Do it's you know what fraud is? Do you do you realize that this guy has gone on the Howard Stern show before and explained how he depreciates value when he's applying for bank loans? That is the standard definition of fraud. And whether other people do it or not, regardless. Uh, it, it is fraud. It's fraud at its most basic That's, form. Okay, let's say this. Okay, he's not being charged with that, what you just mentioned. He's being charged with over-evaluating, not under. Absolutely. Right? Again, okay. he, he okay. over- no. No, he no, under, no, 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 hold on. There is a huge hold difference on. there. You're right. There he, undervalued, he undervalued when he reported it to the government so he could pay less taxes, Overvalued it to the bank. That's not so he what he did. Bigger loans. Okay, that's, that's exactly what, what he did. That's not that's what he's exactly what he did. With. That's, that's what he's not on what he's trial being charged with. No, it's not. That is what he no, did. He's being charged with fraud, not yes. not tax evasion. That's what fraud is, right? He's yeah. Being, the, the fraud he's part is, is the is the he's being, not going after criminal he's lying. Taking, part. It's going after the business license. Well, they've already taken the business license away. All he all he does is get banned from doing business in New York. That's it. Yeah, he's fine. Goes home. Right, that's it. That's all it is. It's pantomime. It's freaking kangaroo court, man. It's to tie him up. There's. So you want to call out? The, hold on. You want to call out? Plenty the more cases coming his way. You want to call out the Republicans for doing it to Joe Biden, which you know he's going to campaign out of his basement anyway. So it's not. It doesn't really matter. It's more of a smear thing and less than tie, trying to tie him up and blah blah blah. It's more of a smear thing, right? What do you think? Hold on. Do you think Joe Biden is a criminal mastermind and the head of the Biden crime family? Much like here's here's how stupid Republican pundits are. You can't even be original. It's the same horseshit that they were saying about Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, uh, I remember, uh, had some sort of STD. He said she was weak. She passed out at that 9-11 memorial. She's close to dying. But yet. She's also her and her husband criminal masterminds. The logic is so beyond idiotic that again, you have to want to believe these things. You okay. have to want a, to believe this desperately so in order one, to buy the nonsense. You literally you can't be both of those things. You desperately want to not believe it, right? I, I want evidence, and I told you you've had okay, good. I'm glad you said. Hold, on, hold, on, hold 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 on. We always say this on the show. Now, here's the difference between you and me. You make your judgment and then say, but I'm going to wait for the evidence. Yes. But you make your judgment. I don't make. I, look, if the man's guilty, he's freaking guilty. Just yeah. like Donald Trump. Much Hold like, with, and I much like with Mike Lindell. If there, was, if there was evidence to show, you would have showed it already. Tell this, me. The, the 2020 me. election, right? That sailed at this point. And 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 Mike Lindell is the only person on the planet who insists he still has a mountain of evidence to show people. Well, why wouldn't you just show it by now? It sounds like you don't have any. Having sure. having people who are going to testify and then having them show up missing is 
it sounds like you didn't really have anybody in the first place. You've already because again, you. if you've there was evidence, you would just Brother, show it. You've show me, answered, show you me one shred of evidence. Question. I would love to believe that Joe Biden's a criminal mastermind. I would love to believe that, Jim. But okay, I don't number see one, you're, you're number one. You're being naive if you think this started at his, you know, time as president when he was already on a cognitive decline. You're naive, right? He, which yeah, any that's media, another, any that's media. another nonsensical right. point you so, guys make. His on. cognitive abilities are as sharp hold as on. Trump's, which isn't sure, great. I'm, hold on, not great. I'm not telling you that Trump is all is 100. I've never well, either one of them that. is okay. But you're telling me like you're you acted like Trump. You know, Biden's are you okay? He's freaking 80, man. Any 80 year old is going to have some cognitive decline. Listen, Joe you Biden, George Joe Biden. Biden Right. I, I'll, I'll, hold on. Joe and Biden is doing the most stressful and hardest job in the world. Yes. And Joe Biden is not going to have a toll on him. And yes. of course, give me a break. Joe okay, Biden. Don't give me this. He's freaking fine. Don't Joe, give me that crap. Right? Joe Biden and Donald Trump are about as mentally competent as most 80 year olds are. I would disagree. I would. I would disagree. Again, I it's Trump it's an opinion that you guys uh, there's no, there's no, been listen, there's I'm been not... so many doctored videos that have run on Fox News of all places, which blows my mind that after getting sued for about a billion dollars, they would continue to do that sort of stuff. Really, I mean, have some sort of integrity. I understand that they need to make this guy look bad in order to make Trump look good. That's a fact. Because Donald Trump you is call out Fox. Okay, I do. Yes. You do this all the time. But they so got much, sued and they settled for a billion dollars. And how much did freaking? And how much did CNN and MSNBC settle for? Okay, much say, I can say the same thing, man. We yeah. can both say the same thing, right? Here's the point. Hold on. Here's the point. Very different situations, by the Here's, way. Absolutely not. But very anyway, different situations. That's right. You're going after political people on Fox. You're going after teenagers on CNN and MSNBC. That's right. The lies that they told know, about the great. election. That's the great. lies they told about the election that's were damaging right. to the entire country. Kids. That's so much better. January 6th you guys, you guys are so much more moral going after teenagers trying to ruin their lives. Insurrection. So and you That's want to talk morality said. with the freaking Democrats? So now you got me fired up, baby. You yeah. want to talk morality? Let's talk morality. You freaking leftists and your stupid virtue signaling with your stupid electric vehicles because you're so goddamn virtuous, saving the freaking planet from 0.04% of carbon in the goddamn atmosphere that you couldn't give a freaking shit about kids being enslaved in China, kids being enslaved in Africa to make your stupid What have stupid you guys banner. done about it? Hold on. What have you guys make, done about it? Hold on. You're making what have you guys stupid, done about it? Hold on. Zero. To make your stupid Zero. batteries, right? Yeah. You're so freaking virtuous. You're so freaking virtuous, right? But you don't care. Don't give me your hypocritical By the way. Hypocritical Bullshit. I'm the most anti-EV on the planet. I'll tell you why military people are Republicans. Because we've been around the freaking world and we know the true freaking horrors of this world. We've seen them. We don't sit back in colleges and theorize about them and hoping that they don't happen and then making plans as if they didn't. Because guess well, what? They freaking do. It's nice they that you see wars around the world, but it doesn't the happen here. Refuse to accept it. That doesn't That's happen their here. stupid utopia that you freaking morons live in. That's what it is. I try to be freaking nice. I try, right? 
but you're dumb. You're dumb. You're hypocritical. You think you're so goddamn virtuous that you can call for the destruction. Hold on. That you can call for the eradication of the same people that Adolf Hitler did and then have the freaking balls to call Trump Hitler. You're doing exactly what Adolf Hitler did. You're supporting exactly what Adolf Hitler did, but then going, nope, 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 that guy is. Mm. You're so hypocritical. Wow. It's Again, the, the, the complete, the complete disregard for nuance is 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 That's typical right. of right wing no, media. No, 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 That's no, what you're doing. Zero. That's what you're doing. Nobody nuance. There is no freaking no. nuance. You're you're See, you're you're talking out of your ass right now. I'm Straight up. Out of my ass. You are. Yes. What is it? What you're, hold on. You're talking about some, to say hold on. The river to the You're sea, talking about Palestine shall be free. What does it mean? Jim there's no you're talking about it. hold on no you're talking nuance. about there's no hitting freaking me Jim, no. Jim stop is, stop I, stop and listen for a minute answer I don't I'm not sure question. why you're not listening answer at all stop talking question. I will explain it Jim I no. will explain it I don't hold on I don't know a single fucking liberal that agrees with that not a single one I haven't had a single conversation with one liberal who agrees with that mm, you're killing me brother I'm, Jim you can me. listen you I guys live it. in a bubble and you make shit up I, and I you start to believe it because you guys convince each other that it's true. I love I'm the most death. hold on. I'm the most anti-EV liberal that you know. I hate electric vehicles. I think it's the worst idea on the planet. I've said this repeatedly. You do. As far as yeah. I said and I, again, I don't know. I I I listen. We're not having electric vehicles in Connecticut. They figured that out. It was a stupid idea. Don't confuse a handful of far left idiots who are in oh, power. Yeah. And a, hold on, and an attempt to push things forward, things that are never going to get implemented, and things that don't have a chance to pass. Now, as far as this thing with the with the Palestinians, you're talking about very left wing extremists who are also condemning the Israeli government. Not the Jewish people, and I think you know better. So to tie that in is horseshit, and you know it. We're talking about Benjamin Netanyahu, who just a couple weeks ago, you agreed with me, he had glee on his face that 700 people got massacred on October 7th. He knew exactly what that meant. We now see evidence that he knew it was coming, and he allowed it to happen. That's terrible. So... There's a there's a lot more to the story, as we've said before. I stand by that. I don't know a single I don't know a single Democrat who actually believes that. I don't. Really? That's not a Palestinian American, yes. Do you want me to pull up freaking videos? I can pull them up. I can pull up a thousand. Again, you're gonna pull up, you're gonna pull up video from Palestinian Americans who are protesting the way that their brethren are being treated by the Israeli government. You'll only be proving my point. You show me, hold on, show me show me Schumer saying it. Show me Pelosi saying it. Show me Biden saying it. Biden is standing right alongside Israel. So try again. This is a horse shit. Okay, hold on. An hold absolute on. horse on. shit narrative you that you're spreading. you're starting to make me mad, brother. Because, hold on, you named off Pelosi. Not true. Right? You named off Pelosi. Sure. Show sure. me where Nancy Pelosi said that she doesn't support Israel. I was literally Pelosi? just reading about this earlier today. Hold on. Pelosi? I'm making a list. Pelosi? Schumer? Yes. Schumer. Biden? 
Biden, Harris, pick one, pick any of them. Keep going. I want Jamie Raskin. Because I want to know, hold on. I want to know if those five, six, seven people that you just named off are the ones protesting on college campuses. Jim, you're worried about 18-year-old leftists? That vote. Great. That vote. So what? That call for the genocide of a people. Listen, if some, Jim. The, the genocide is happening the in the opposite direction. We it's talked about shit. last week 15,000 dead Palestinians. There's also 1.5 million fucking Palestinians that live in Israel that are free. There's zero chance of a freaking genocide Jim, if you, Jim, when if you, you house 1.5 million people free, and care for them, Joe. If you ridiculous. think they're free, Idiot. if you think they're free, you're kidding yourself. Idiot. Uh, you, you know it. You know you're Idiot. full of shit here. You know no, that. They're allowed to You know those people Congress. are living under oppressive they have members conditions. In Congress. Uh, they, they don't. They don't have members, Palestinian members that yeah. in Congress. Yes. Oh. Yes, there's like there's oh. like two of now, them. How many Jewish members are in freaking Hamas? How many you know, let's go a step further, right? How many let's Jewish members are in Jews, Hamas? Right? I don't think there's any Jews okay, in Hamas. But they're, they're freaking Palestinians allowed. To even be in their government. Again, you're Israel. saying a really One shitty thing here. You're confusing four. Palestinian peoples for terrorists. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's no, 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 ignorant. Hold on. You just conflated them. You I just certainly said that didn't. Doing, you just said that Israel is performing a genocide. Yes. That's impossible. Yes. It's mostly <laughs> civilians that have been killed. That's literally what a genocide is, Jim. Killing civilians. It's no, not I, killing soldiers. That's the called genocide, war. Number one, genocide is completely eradicating a, a person, right? A, a race of people, just like Hitler tried to do, just like the Chinese are doing. But you're not, confusing a right? battle between no. two armies with no, the slaughtering no, of civilians. You're not hearing brother. You See, this is what I'm talking about. You call us close-minded. I just told you that there are 1.4 million Palestinians living in Israel. So what? Okay. So if they're a lot, are they jailing them? Are they yes. bringing them down all the time? Them? All are the they time. Them down in- yes. Oh, you mean the lady that, that just got released for freaking stabbing their neighbor in the neck because she was yes. Jewish? Okay, that's but anyway, that's just that's one. You're right. That's a terrible right. thing, Jim. That's, that's a terrible one. thing. You're right. Why You're are right. those people stabbing their Jewish neighbors? That's just. You tell me. I don't know. I'm not. Oh, I, I could. I will. I would love to tell you I'm, why. I don't think you I'm really want to hear it. To, well, it's I don't the oppressive Israeli government that's led to this happening. So I'm not justifying anyway, it, but if you want to know why it's happening, yeah. that's the reason. Why don't we? Where's the, the reason? You know, I would really love to talk to the Palestinian Congress member in Israel. I would love it. I, I, I mean, and see how oppressed he is. But anyways, neither here nor there, right? You. Hold on. Are you saying Are that there's Palestinian no. Palestinian leaders in Israel? Is that what you're suggesting? There that those people have a voice and representation? They in don't. They're Congress? Okay. So it's just a dog and pony show, kind of like Mike Johnson. I got it. Anyway. Yes. All right. Like yes. Exactly you're exactly show. right. Dog and pony show. It's all for show. Whatever. We know what's really going on there, and it's not good. Mm. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. So I just want you to go on record on something here. Do it. What do, what do you got? Are you fully blaming the uh, Israeli people for the no, not the Israeli people? Let's don't don't say something ignorant like yeah, excuse that. Excuse me. Okay, I, I, just, mean, I take that back. Let me rephrase. The Israeli government, yes. You the Israeli the people Israeli are government. innocent. 
The for- Israeli people are innocent. The Palestinian people are innocent. You've got Hamas versus a very oppressive Israeli government. That's what we're dealing with. And all the other people, Jim, as you guys refer to it as collateral damage. I don't agree with that. And I don't like that. I don't think you can kill 15,000 people in the name of we're getting rid of 5,000 terrorists by killing 20,000 people. That doesn't add up to me. And and I think all you're really doing whoa, is whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Can you say that again? I want to understand that. Can you say that again, please? The majority of people. You're that have been killed in Palestine are not members of Hamas. They're regular civilians. To kill fifteen thousand people, you kill you to you've killed fifteen thousand people to kill what five thousand five thousand people. Okay, yes. and we're just you know these are just numbers as examples, not hard numbers. Oh, right? I don't. I mean, I don't have a membership list right. okay. of who's I, in well, Hamas. Just, you know, I just but I, to, I, I, I can't tell you this. It's right. not everybody, as you've suggested multiple right. times on the right. show. And then that's wrong. That's very, very wrong to you. Yes, it's a genocide. Okay, now hold on. What? Listen. What happened on. on October seventh was also what I'm I would consider a genocide. But what's been happening for the last two decades? Yes, is an Israeli genocide against the Palestinian people, and those people should know better. Dude, that is one of the worst things I've ever heard you say, and you and I've told you you said. A I lot stand by that a hundred percent, and and I'll tell you right now, and, there are there are groups and, in Israel. There's groups in Israel of and Israelis who agree with that. And there's groups in Gaza praying to get out of there, saying that they support Israel. Do you and, know what is? You know what? You know what? A couple days ago, do you know what happened? Well, I mean, hey, hold on. The Israeli government. Hold on. Listen, this is we, this we is classic. Can't. Ready? Classic Netanyahu. Last week, he told the people that they should go south and they went south and as they were migrating south into gaza you know what he did he unleashed bombing on all of those people and killed them not all of them uh, sorry most of them so that, that that's it the was, thing that's happening jim and it's it and it's, messed up. it's nice that they tip these people off like hey move out and then they're dropping bombs on them anyway a they didn't do that in the north so but anyways number two they hit two they hit two spots Two. Right? They're killing civilians. Unacceptable. Am I correct? They hit two spots. They hit two spots where they told people they should flee. Hold on. And I'm going to use air quotes because, again, I'm not going to say it like it's fact because I don't know. Right? But I will say that the intelligence report says that these were Hamas leaderships have been held up. Now, my whole point in this and trying to get you on the record. Right. And it wasn't really, I gotcha. I, I, I'm just curious. And it wasn't, you know, I'm going to hold you to it because you're But right. they could also say there is a Hamas guy there every time to justify what they're they doing. Can. Of course they can. But now, are you going to tell me that Hamas doesn't keep people there as human shields? Oh, Hamas is terrible. I, as I started the show off, yeah, no, I know. Hamas I should be annihilated. There's no reason. There's no reason. There's no reason the Israeli government can't go in with a precision. Send in, send in the commandos. Get get all the guys from Hamas and chop all their heads off. I'm okay with that, Jim. Okay, hundred percent fine with that. I would I would enjoy that. Okay, from everybody would. That's the ideal utopia standpoint. You're a liberal, right? That's what you. But just blowing up all of Palestine and assuming you'll annihilate all of Hamas is not a good plan. I'm going to give you a scenario that I was actually in, and but it wasn't in war, so it's not like a war scenario. Right. This was an exercise that we were in. 
right? I was in charge of a platoon, right? About 30 guys, roughly 30 guys. And I was called the op for the opposition force. And we had to set up in camp and we had to defend it against the battalion, which is thousands, you know, a lot more guys than my freaking 30, hundreds and hundreds of guys. And I almost won, Joe. And you want to know why? Because they were trying to do precision targeting. And when you do precision targeting like that, you get killed. It's a bloodbath. Jim, if you no, told no, me Joe. like, you if you do, told you me a few, if you, you told me 500 civilians right? had been killed, but 15,000 no. sounds like they're hold not on. even trying. You're, hold on. So, A, let me finish. A, it's impossible to do this whole no civilian thing. I feel sorry for civilians. I get no I civilians. 15,000 is way too many. You're, and I agree with that. I do. Okay. But to blame it all on Israel is ignorant and just downright evil, in my opinion. Because if Egypt, A, allowed these refugees to come into their country well prior. Hold Why on. Is Egypt's hold on. problem. It's not. You're 100% right. You're, I'm not saying it is. Okay. I'm not. But if they allowed them to, that civilian casualties could have a, a crap ton more civilian casualties would have been avoided. A greater so maybe, maybe Israel should have spent more time negotiating with Egypt to take a greater disagree. A greater disagree that could have saved more uh, civilian casualties. Yes, and okay, again, good. I'm I'm, okay. I'm against oh, no, no, no. Okay. I'm glad you agree. Thank you. Do you agree that Hamas? Holds people there to use as human shields. Yes. Okay, great. So how can you in the same fucking breath sit there and say, it's all Israel's fault. Israel doing a genocide. It's a genocide. Well, you you're blaming the not. victims for being used as human oh, shields. That's no, I'm such not. a I'm not blaming the victims. Are you serious? You're blaming the victims. No, no, no. I'm blaming Classic. Hamas. Right? Classic. I just, said, I just said Hamas. Did I not? You and I both. We agreed on this. Why are you fighting me now? We because agree. you're... You're attacking me. You're attacking me. Because you keep you're asking being me these questions. Joe. You keep asking me these questions, you're being, and, and, you're and, and you're not really asking a, a genuine question. It is a genuine uh, question. Again, it's a destroy, destroy, question, Joe. destroy and annihilate Hamas. Right? I'm okay if with that. Say, if you say Egypt could have helped, Hamas could have helped, but it's still Israel's fault only. Who's dropping the bombs? Egypt? Is Egypt that's dropping the bombs? We Is Egypt bombing hospitals and schools? Your logic makes no sense. None. It does. It makes no, it a does. lot of sense. You think that they should be eradicated? Yes. Okay. You think it's a war between governments? Yes. That's okay. what war generally is. Yes. Right. Right. You think that civilian casualties are, in a, I mean, it's inevitable. Unfortunate. Neither one of us want them. You, you, I'm not accepting it's collateral damage. Like, oh well, but it is. <laughs> Sorry for you. It's a it, sky's blue, man. I can't change that either. You know what I'm saying? It's just a part of it. I'm sorry. I can't do nothing about it. It's not my fault. So we agree on all this stuff, right? That a civilian casualties could be of could have been avoided with Egypt's help. Two governments that are at war. One of the government is bombing. One of the governments is holding them as human shields. 
we all feel for the freaking victims here. We're, and this is what you and I are both talking about. We yeah. all feel for the freaking civilian casualties. But you're placing the blame solely on Israel, and I'm not. And this is where Israel's we, is dropping where the bombs. But you literally just said that they should be, they should. This is my why your logic to me is confusing. You have a government dropping bombs against another government. Yep. That all that the bad government is using their people as human shields, which I mean, I don't understand how that statement alone, without me saying another word, conveys some kind of responsibility on Hamas. So, yeah, I mean, sure, they share in the responsibility. So how is it? A but at the end of the Israel? day, at the end of the day, there is bombs falling on civilians, civilian shelters, hospitals, schools, apartment buildings. During the time yes. And I'll, listen, I'll tell you this, Jim. This You're has right, happened. Already, hold on. For a really long the time, time there's been many times where the, the Mossad has gone into the Gaza Strip or the Sinai Peninsula and blown up an entire building full of people because one Hezbollah or one Hamas terrorist was in there. And for the most part, Jim, I'm like, all right. I mean, you're in that building. You knew that was going down there. Collateral damage. I get it. But now you're just blanket bombing that place. And 15,000 people have died in two months. I just feel like it's a little reckless. It's not in the slightest, Joe. And it's then, a little what? reckless. By the time the this war is done, is. you're going to be talking about 100,000 dead Palestinians. Innocent I, civilians. That's that not right. War, right. It's not right yeah. under any circumstances. You it's talk just, about just, that you know. in every single war. But anyways, because if you're not doing it now, you're going to be doing it in another October 7th with other people. I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah. Again, run your commando units, run the Mossad, go in there. There's not that many members of Hamas. It's not so, that big of an organization in the grand scheme of things. So just it's to not. keep allowing them to attack their people whenever they I want. didn't say to allow them. I said send in the goddamn commandos and take them out one at a time, two at and a I time. I just explained to you militarily it can't be And done. again, Jim, as I said, listen, if you got to take out a boatload of people, fine. A ship worth of people is too many. Again, it, it, it when says you hide you're, all your boats says you're not ship, trying. What do you expect them to do? That's not true. That's an assumption that you're making. I don't, pictures, I don't think right? that that's really happening. I Again, I don't CNN. think I CNN don't think Palestinians want to be used as human shields. I don't think don't. that's true. Nobody's saying that. I've never said that they did. Right. It's but again, you're dope. sort of making it seem like it's their fault because they're being held hostage. I am, I am specifically saying Hamas. You're the one saying the Jews. I'm saying Hamas. I, I don't even. Hamas I can't Jews. even remember calling them freaking. I can't, I'm not, look at, truth be told, smoke yeah. a lot of weed and it's hard for me to say Palestinian right now, all right? Yeah, so fair. I specifically said Hamas. You have said the Jewish people, the Jewish government, the Jews, you general, I am the only one specifically calling out I, Hamas. I, I haven't said the word Jews this entire show. What are you even talking about? I, the I Jewish people are committing a genocide. I didn't. I said the Israeli government is committing a genocide. Like, come on. Nothing to do with the Israeli people. The Israeli people are as innocent as the Palestinian people. 
You're talking right. again. No, it's the Israeli government you versus Hamas. You sacrifice civilians at just random vice during a time of war. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to know where you stand. I so, do. I I think too many civilians are dying because, it, again, it seems to me because they're angry and maybe maybe rightfully so that it's like, you know what, fuck them all. We'll just drop. I, I don't think that's right. And I don't think that's going to solve the problem here. You're either going to have to kill two and a half million Palestinians. So there's not a single one left. Because the more civilians you kill, the, 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 you're, you're recruiting for Hamas right now. Every family that gets wiped out where a son is left, guess what? That's another terrorist. That's a new terrorist. That's the next generation of terrorists. I, I actually agree said, with that. Uh, yes, do. you actually were the one that said that, Jim. I, I think what they're doing, I think that's a huge mistake by the Israeli government. I, I think you're only making your people less safe by creating more terrorists, I as opposed to more precision striking, where you're right. just I didn't want to be the bad, the bad guy. guy here, but I, I I do. I will be. I will be the freaking evil bastard here that tells people what they're doing, why they're doing it, and how this war can only ever end. There's only one way to do this, guys. Right? And you got to take it from somebody who's actually fought terrorism, because I have. And we didn't do this. And this is why we're back in the situation of people getting hurt over in the Middle East, because we weren't allowed to do this. And it probably shouldn't be done, <laughs> but it has to. If you want to stop terrorism, if you want to stop Hamas, if you want to stop uh, the Houthis, let's say, uh, Hezbollah, like terrorist organizations, we'll mm -hmm. just say you want to stop terrorist organizations in general. There's only one way to do that. And to be honest with you, I think the Israeli government knows this. Is it evil? You can call it evil. Is it a necessity? I call it a necessity. Because you're right, Joe. You kill a freaking Hamas member, their, their kids become Hamas members. You kill an innocent Palestinian, the chances of those kids becoming Hamas members just increase 50%. Yeah. So how do you defeat them? You have to make people around you more scared of you than the terrorists. That's it. That's the only way. Because if well, not, then, then it's working because just annihilating and destroying everything in your path is about as bully as it gets. A, they're not destroying everything in their path. Have you seen but, pictures of, of, of Palestine? Of it's mostly flat. You know how they do is watch the news. You it's know mostly, it's you mostly flat and in yeah. absolute ruins. A, it's smaller than a postage stamp. So you you blow up half a freaking you know city block, it's gonna look like that. And, and two God, million people live so, there. It's so it's so dense, Joe. Yes, right. That yeah. It's going to look the, the, the devastation is going to look yes. it's bad. It's yes. freaking bad. Yeah, it's going to even appear twice as bad, right? Yeah, because of the density. Agreed. But it's 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 normal. I'm telling you, man, it's normal freaking warfare. It's normal. You you go in there and you bomb a densely populated area, chain reactions happen, shit happens, right? Yes. It's normal warfare. It yes. is. I wouldn't call it a genocide. You know what I call it? I call it fighting terrorism the only way you can. Yeah, the kind of rouge that they were doing that in Cambodia, and they killed like 20 million people, mostly civilians. Is it unfortunate? Yeah, it's unfortunate. But you want to get rid of freaking 
uh, 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 Hamas? Kill all the brown people. That's the best way to do it. Get out of here. No, it's not. Well, Am I wrong? That would be the uh, uh, the definitive way, right? Yes. I mean, after kill, that. If you, listen, Jim, I, I will admit, if you kill... <laughs> If you kill every single Palestinian person, everybody in 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 uh, the 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 Gaza, Sinai, kill them all. Just blanket bomb every single area of of those territories, and by the middle of next year, no more no more Hamas. Hey, hey, or Palestinians. Period. Hey. The Democratic war machine would not make you know enough money doing that. So that's what is never the Democrat happen. war machine? Right, that's never going to happen. That's an Ever. oxymoron. You the, the Democrat war Ever. machine? Well, really? The Republicans were in office for four years. There were no wars. Joe Biden gets. We had to end wars that they started. Are you serious? Where do you think Three. Afghanistan and Iraq came from? The Democrats? George Bush. Three new wars. That was George Bush that put it's, us there. What okay, and then about? the last two, and the last two freaking presidents brought us to freaking war. The last two Democrat presidents brought us to war. Say that about the Republicans. Go ahead. Which hold on? Which war did Obama start? I'm sorry, you're right. They just gave up. Which Crimea? What, you're right. You're right. What, what war did he start? You just back. called it the Democrat war machine. What war I'm did take, he start? Hey, I'm, I'm taking it. I just said I take that back. He just secedes territory to freaking yes. But anyway, hundred percent. So. Okay, so on the last two presidents, who started wars? Democrats or Republicans? Republicans. No. Wait, look at the time. It's to? one hour and seventeen minutes. Are you are you referring to us being in Afghanistan under Obama? Because I'll I'll remind you, it was George Bush that put us there. Same thing with Iraq. We had already been bombing Syria from the Reagan administration. They hey, continue hey, some hey. of that stuff. We were not bombing Syria in 2004. We've been bombing Syria since 1984. We weren't allowed in Syria in 2004. I was in Iraq in 2004. Bro, after, yeah, you know what's up. We've been bombing those people for a long time. Classified, classified, man. And again, Jim. CIA is going to be knocking at your door. When I was super conservative, I'll be honest, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, again, I had a friend, a, a Jewish friend killed in a bus bombing in Jerusalem. So believe me, terrorism's affected me differently than most people. It's a horrible thing. I told my friend not to go. I told her not to go. I knew something bad was going to happen. And then I found out on the news, Peter Jennings is the person that told me my friend got ripped apart in a bus bombing. She understood what was going on there. She understood the difference between, I think it was more or less uh, uh, the PLO at the time. I don't think Hamas was even necessarily a thing. Um, right. But the terrorists of Palestine at the time, there was only one brand of them at the time. Now there's multiple brands. So believe me, I'm super sensitive about that. What happened on October 7th is, is a, 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 the biggest tragedy on the planet since 9-11. That was disgusting. And and the, the terrorists of Hamas, Jim, should be treated like the inhumane pieces of human garbage that they are. Agree. I just would, and again, I understand some collateral damage, 
it seems like it's excessive. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not blaming anybody. But again, this comes down to an Israeli government that has a very solid plan to try to eradicate all of those people. And I don't think that they're, I don't think the Israeli government is, is observing a difference between Hamas and just regular run-of-the-mill Palestinians. That's the tragedy here for me. Okay. Israel has a right to exist and right. Israel has a right to defend itself. Okay. I'm very glad you said that before we close the show because you left me hanging here, brother, with that. I've always right. supported Israel. Okay. Good. I don't like Benjamin Netanyahu. I know By the you. way, Benjamin Netanyahu was being investigated for, for corruption just before this all happened. You don't think that I that don't... has something to do with this all going down? It's just to protect his own ass? I Was it the corruption? I know he was under heat for... Yes. For and he's been systematically trying to change the style of government they use. I know that he was, I know that they were doing that. That's, so that's, what, that's what he was being saying. He was being under a lot of, a lot of political pressure, right? I do. Now, before I sign off here, I want to say that I don't think that he was gleaming at the deaths of those Israelis. I think that he was gleaming at the opportunity that he had to yes. destruction. Yes. Not a yes. He was, I'm sure he was saddened by the deaths. But I, the opportunity he didn't, he didn't endure, seem sad. He seemed more yes. preoccupied with the idea of, oh, we'll <laughs> get these people. And I understand the feeling. I understand it. But again, to, the more information we've seen is that he kind of also probably knew it was going down and he let it happen. Well, uh, so the... I'm trying we, to. Listen, I, I we, gotta, we just celebrated Pearl what, Harbor Day. We I just gotta, celebrated Pearl Harbor Day, Jim, and there are people who are convinced that FDR knew. Yes, I know. And allowed that to happen, whether yes, that's true or not, Jim. And I, listen, I don't, I don't, I can't definitively. I mean, Egypt is the one saying that they told the Israelis. Do I believe anything that comes out of Egypt's mouth? Exactly. No, of course not. Okay, but here's what I'll say. Why? Benjamin Netanyahu is also a suspect character. So making some calls. And knowing some of the people that I know, the date was not known. The date wasn't known. So, I understand what you're saying, Joe. I do. It was woohoo! Finally here. You know, I mean, that could have been it. My distraction I, finally came. I then yeah. I get. I, mean, I don't want to go down that road because that's a whole new episode, and we're already 22 minutes over. All right. Right. Uh, I love the fact that we both hate Hamas. We yes. both think the eradication of Hamas is a good thing. We both agree that the Jewish uh, people, state and government have the right and should defend themselves. Yes. Um, I both uh, like the fact that we agree that terrorism should be eradicated. Terrorism yes. is a bad thing. Uh, we disagree on it's the way cowardly. we go about it. It's so cowardly, dude. If listen, if if you want to fight, oh, we'll have a whole show on terrorism. If you want, you want to fight for your freedom, go attack a government. Go attack yeah. a government. Well, don't, well, don't attack civilians. Well, you know what? That'd be. I'd make you a good episode. We'll. I'll bring on some freaking terrorist people, terrorist experts. I would love to. And we'll do a whole show on terrorism. Right? That'd be. Yep. Maybe it would uh, open people's eyes a little bit. Right. But Joe, always great discussions. Uh, as always, we disagree, but let's go get a beer in a little bit. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'll talk to you in a while. And, uh,
Thank you guys very much for watching. Thank you to our sponsors for Joe Aguirre and uh, everybody here at Divided We Stand, which is really just me and Joe. I'm Jimmy J saying thank you for watching. Good night and God bless.